Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night. Happy closer to Tuesday morning. Congratulations to the Eagles. Congratulations to the Bengals. These are two teams that, man, you would think, or at least over the past year, have been in Super Bowl uh, contention. Eagles go 3-0. They beat Tampa 25-11. Meanwhile, the Cincinnati Bengals at home they were able to walk away with a victory against the Los Angeles Rams. The final score there, 19-16. Cincinnati avoids an 0-3 hole with a Joe Burrow who's been dealing with a strained calf. Joe Burrow played. He threw the ball 49 times. He was certainly laboring throughout the course of the game. But Cincinnati still comes out on top, 19-16. The Rams were, were charging there at the end, putting up a touchdown. About a minute left in the game, trying to get an onside kick for another chance to score and win. Uh, Didn't work out. Cincinnati is able to win. And we know the Los Angeles Rams are basically in rebuilding mode after they sacrificed everything to go out there and win that Super Bowl. They did just that. And it is uh, just rebuilding all the way around. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me online, on the internet, everywhere at JR Sport Brief. I'm broadcasting to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Dave Shepard is holding it down for us in New York City. And more importantly, thank you to all of the listeners. Everybody all over the country listening in and locked in on your local CBS Sports radio stations and affiliates. People tuned in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Sirius XM Channel 158, and a smart speaker. If you're listening on a smart speaker, yeah, I guess I guess you smart, you hip. You got Amazon and all these other devices good for you. It's been a fun night so far already. Obviously, we had a doubleheader or two-for-one with Monday Night Football. We opened up the show talking about some of the blowouts that we saw over the weekend in both college and the pros. I'm talking about yeah, Colorado taking that ass kicking. I am definitely talking about you know, Russell Wilson and, and Sean Payton getting smacked by the Dolphins. 
in a historic fashion, 70-20, to 20, only the fourth time in NFL history a team goes out there and drops uh, 70 points. And so we talked about that earlier on in the show. Uh, we got into Zach Wilson, and we talked about Justin Fields, and the Bears are such an embarrassment that even Taylor Swift showed up to see them get their asses kicked, and that's all anybody wanted to talk about after the game. So we're, we're going to get back into more of that as we continue on here with the show. I, I, I did want to mention this and, and, you know, not mention it. I do want to give you a quick recap of the game that just took place and ended about 30 minutes ago, and I said that. That is Cincinnati beating Los Angeles, the Rams, 19-16. to 16. Uh, This was also a day and a night where Cincinnati honored some of their, their legends, primarily Mr. Chad Ochocinco, uh, <laughs> Terrell Owens, was on hand as well to witness this. Uh, as an overall, the game was just one of those, what the hell am I looking at, who's going to score type games. I mean, by the time we went into halftime, both the Rams and the Bengals were tied at 6-all, and it wasn't until the third quarter where we got a touchdown run by Joe Mixon that we 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 finally got somebody putting up six points. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a listen to that. This was where we finally got some action in the third quarter. This is courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network. Burrow gives to Mixon. Joe finds him up Get the in. middle. Yeah. He runs into yeah. the end zone. Nice. Touchdown, nice. Bengals. And now he does a jungle jump into the crowd, sitting with the fans after scoring a go-ahead touchdown with 5.34 left in the third quarter. And the Bengals continued to pile on. That was their only touchdown of the game. But Evan McPherson at the end of the third and the fourth quarter, uh, he kicked two more field goals. And so towards the end of the game, Cincinnati led 19-9. to Yes, Joe Burrow was able to still gut things out throughout the course of the game. And so the Rams had the ball. The Rams are down 19-9. to And then with about a minute left, somehow, someway, Matthew Stafford found a little bit of life. He was able to do this. This is from the Rams radio network. From the one, third and goal. Trips left for Stafford. He looks that way. He shoots it that way. Two twos alone in the end zone for the first touchdown of week three for the Rams. It comes with 63 seconds remaining. First touchdown receiving of the season for a Rams receiver. And then what do you do? You score a touchdown. You now down 19 to 16. There's a minute left in the game. You go for the onside kick. Well, did it work? This is what happened, courtesy of the Bengals radio network. 103 to go. Maher ready for the onside kick. The Bengals up three. He dribbles it forward. The Bengals recover it. Mitchell Wilcox grabbing the ball at the 46. And that is Coffin Nails. Good. Good for them. Cincinnati now has a legitimate chance to even up their season at 2-2. Next up for Cincinnati, they have the Tennessee Titans. That is a winnable game. And the Los Angeles Rams, let's just be real. They're they're going through the course of the season, and it's just – it's rebuild city. What do we have with our our young players that we've seen? And and that's that's pretty much it, man. 
Los Angeles, they have the Indianapolis Colts up next. Uh, that that should be should be a competitive matchup. We have no idea whether or not Anthony Richardson is going to be back and, and uh, available, eligible uh, to go out there and play, knowing that he's in concussion protocol. Sean McVay, head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, tonight said, man, we choked away quite a few opportunities. Listen to this. There was opportunities early on, um, you know, that we just weren't able to capitalize on, whether it was red zone possessions, you know, you, you get some good momentum early on in that game and you realize just the margin for error. The, the two turnovers obviously really hurt us. Uh, really unfortunate. We had a communication error and then we're kind of just laid over the middle. They end up making a nice play. And then after we hit the 46 yarder, you know, you're in good positive momentum. We had that blitz picked up that they were, you know, we were sliding to that and you ended up kind of just stopping and being able to get a tip. And, um, you know, those are just some tough things. Yeah, well, good luck with the rest of the season. This this whole year is nothing but development for the Los Angeles Rams. Meanwhile, the Cincinnati Bengals, their hope entering into the season was to go out there and try to compete for another Super Bowl. We know that Joe Burrow has been dealing with this calf injury uh, since pretty much the, the, the end of July. And so he's had plenty of time to kind of sit and stew on this, but it's it's been re-aggravated. And so, so many conversations over the past week as to whether or not he should play or if the Bengals should shut him down for a a small amount of time. Was that all smoke and mirrors? I I don't think so. But Cincinnati avoids an 0-3 hole. Uh, Joe Burrow played the entire game, threw the ball 49 times, completed 26 of those 49 passes, 259 yards, including 141 of them to Jamar Chase, he had 12 catches for 141 yards, including one of those that set Evan McPherson up for one of those field goals. And so he was asked after the game, Joe Burrow was, how he was feeling. He's saying that, yeah, I feel okay as long as I don't have any setbacks. And then his head coach, Zach Taylor, was asked afterwards, Man, why did you let this dude play with this calf injury? And what's the deal with it? This is what Zach Taylor said. You just take it. I mean, I'm in here saying day to day because that's what we're doing, you know. And it's um, you just never fully know. And and uh, you know, you just want honest responses from him, which he gave. And you talk to the doctors, and everyone gets on the same page and feels good about it. And he goes out there and delivers a performance like he did. That's what they've said. So has his availability. Has it been exaggerated? Has his injury been exaggerated? I don't think so. He was he wasn't necessarily walking around like a spring chicken out there. But I, I do think there was a little bit of gamesmanship heading into this game against Los Angeles as to whether or not he was going to play. I think it really is day-to-day, and Joe Burrow made it very clear. He's like, listen, man, I'm, I'm out here playing right now. As long as we don't have any setbacks, there's an opportunity for me to get better. It, it, also, a lot of credit. Uh, to Cincinnati's defense. Trey Hendrickson tonight had two sacks. Cincinnati overall sacked Matthew Stafford six times. They hit him ten times. They forced two turnovers. Cincinnati staying alive, showing a little bit of life. Last season, man, they they finish 0-2 or they start 0-2. At one point, they win ten consecutive games. They still make the postseason and they're trying to replicate that this year. Well, right out of the gate, they pick up one victory here uh, to avoid that 0-3 hole. 855-212-4CBS. 
That's 855-212-4CBS. I did mention the early game that we saw conclude that started at 7.15 Eastern time was Philadelphia taking on Tampa Bay. This was an ass-kicking. The Philadelphia's Philadelphia Eagles are now only the third team in the NFL who happen to be undefeated. You can put them in the same category as the Dolphins and then also the San Francisco 49ers. Jalen Hurts uh, able to run in for a one-yard touchdown, that patented quarterback sneak that he has with those ridiculous strong legs that he's squatting offensive linemen. And Baker Mayfield, he loses his first game here uh, being the Buccaneers quarterback. Tampa Bay falling to 2-1. and one. Philadelphia going to 3-0. and oh. To the surprise of no one, the Eagles rushed for 201 yards on the ground. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he goes out there, and they said he was a little under the weather to start the game. 277 yards passing, uh, one touchdown. Uh, he had that rushing touchdown on the ground as well. One touchdown to go to two interceptions. And A.J. Brown, nothing to complain about today, When it comes to targets, 131 yards receiving. Philadelphia has won 19 out of its last 20 regular season games where Jalen Hurts has been the starter. After the game, Jalen Hurts spoke to the media, and he talked about the guy who ran for a lot of those yards. His name is DeAndre Swift. Tonight, 130. This is Jalen Hurts showing him some love. He's been he's been a big time uh, big time player for us, you know, and see him jumping over guys. I don't know if I've seen that in a long time. You know, he's uh, you know he's he's kind of marking his territory. I feel like with that, and you know, he's pushing everybody else around him. So you know, we just need him to keep keep playing great ball. It's nice to see him, you know, have a little bit of life and and be healthy. I should say as well here, uh, being being back up in Philly. And things didn't necessarily work out for DeAndre Swift with the Lions. And so he's getting another shot. And, and, and what better place to do that with a team that already has a ridiculous rushing attack? You have to try to figure out and think whether or not Jalen Hurts is going to run the ball or is it going to be Swift? So we saw with Gainwell out of action last week, uh, Swift took the bull by the horns. Kenneth Gainwell did have 14 carries of his own uh, and contributed 43 yards on the ground. And so... It's it's done already to really think about it. NFL season, it's September 26th, which is difficult for me to think about or and or remember. Uh, and here we are. This week for the NFL season, it is a wrap. We move towards uh, week four. That's going to happen this upcoming Thursday. And what matchup do we have? Thursday night football. DeAndre Swift's former team, the Detroit Lions, are going to take on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, That should be a good one. Another matchup here in the NFC North. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and get a call in before we hit the break. Let's talk to Brad from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Brad? Hey, Brad, you're live on the radio. Yes, sir. Yep, go ahead, Brad. Uh, I just want to start talking about uh, y'all's opinions on the Jets and Bears and (laughs) what they should do to start winning. Oh, well, I don't think there's anything that's going to help them start winning. What the the Jets and Bears are going to do, they're going to suffer through the rest of the season, 
and then they're going to figure out how to dump their bum quarterbacks. Completely understand. Like, the Bears, honestly, they're really irrelevant right now. Oh, wow. I mean, they're just not even yeah, talked about. Yeah, I heard, I heard Taylor Swift is uh, getting more attention than, than the Bears. Man, you like Taylor Swift? Yes, sir. Uh-oh. How, how, wait, how old are you? I am 15. Okay. All right, man. Get some studies in, okay? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Have a good night. Man, he 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 likes him. He's like, you like Taylor Swift? He's like, oh, yes, sir. Man, you're not old enough to like Taylor Swift. Hey, Shep, what is she? She got to be, what, like 30 or something, Taylor Swift? So I believe she's 33 or 34. She's late 89, so 33. Okay. Yeah. She's too old for you, man. Uh-uh. He's hanging out with this uh, Travis Kelsey guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're dating or hanging out, but I, I really don't understand the fascination between dating uh, amongst celebrities. That's not what's compelling and interesting. I don't know why this is uh, really picking up so much momentum and traction. Like Taylor Swift, I mean, she's a, she an ar- she's an artist. Travis Kelsey's an athlete. Let's just leave it at that, right? Well, I mean, you. you... <sighs> You don't understand the fact this is going on forever, man. Like athlete, athletes, celebrities, dating. I mean, they're in the public eye, people who get together in the public but eye. Wh- that's just what it is. But Jr., you've been in the media for a long time, as have I. What is the fascination with two people dating? Who cares? Who can Who gives a bleep? Uh, obviously, a lot of people. What? Ex- explain to me why so many people care about celebrity pairings. Because people, it's no different than why do people care about sports and why do they call us up? It's because they, they, they feel invested in a part of their team. And it's no different than looking at someone like Taylor Swift. They're, what her fans, what are they called, the Swifties? Yeah, but like, JR, but yeah, you know, I, I totally understand that. But, but, but it's different because, because when you root for sports teams, a lot of it, I'm not saying all of it is the reason, but a lot of it has to do with when we grew up, our parents or our guardians or a close family, they rooted for that team. So it's imbued and rooted in tradition, not to mention the fact that a lot of us grew up playing sports. So we can relate to people at the highest level doing it and admire them in a way that's a lot different from just casual dating of two people we know nothing about. That's You get what I'm saying. No, I, no, I don't. Okay. No, I, I personally do not care, but I, I know it's very simple. It's, it's not about how you get involved or in sports or your investment. People are fans. And so whether you're a fan of the, the Kansas City Chiefs or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or whatever, you're a fan of that team, you can also be a fan of a musician. You can be invested. You got people who spend hundreds and thousands of dollars uh, to be a fan of anybody. It could be Taylor Swift. It could be Beyonce. It could be the Rolling Stones. It could be Billy Joel. People are, are fans and people are invested. And when it comes in particular to pop music, uh, which is directed more towards younger people and younger fans, then they, they're going to have even more of a connection and fascination uh, to, to who they support. And so, yeah, if, if you're a fan of Taylor Swift, and yeah, and we got a lot of people who are fans of Kansas City or Kelsey or or who have you. There's a fascination there. And so it doesn't matter so much if it's Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey or if it's Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. Like people who are celebrities in the public eye, 
there is an investment into these people for their talent. That doesn't mean it's justified or right or healthy. Who's to say whether it's healthy or not? But it's just par for the course. So what's going on with these two? It ain't nothing different. She got fans. She's famous. He got fans. He's famous. And so two famous people are hanging out. And so, yeah, it's going to garner attention, man. Okay, well, let me tell you something. If you're Taylor Swift right now and you're putting your life out there as much as she is and you're Travis Kelsey and you're putting this on your mantle as much as he is, I guarantee you this is more about publicity and attention than it is about these two actually liking each other. It could be. I think so. Very much so. I mean, she's, I don't know. What is she? She's in a different relationship every six months and she makes music about (laughs) it. You know know what's funny? People don't realize that she's made so much music about exes. That's what the assumption is. The last guy she was with, the only reason I know this is because I'm I'm totally blown away by the fact that she makes $10 million per concert, JR, is actually she was in a relationship for six years her last relationship believe it or not the only reason i know that is because i study taylor swift and how much money she makes and it's 10 million dollars a concert so pretty good okay yeah so yeah it very well well listen it, it you don't got to be a celebrity to to get together with somebody out of uh you know <laughs> a, a gain or a reason uh so i'm not i'm not gonna necessarily put them out there for that look good on them for whatever the hell they doing it ain't on my business i'm not hanging out with them eh. He ain't my friend. She ain't my friend. Good for them. Congratulations. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. I do want to talk about the beatdowns that took place over the weekend. Oh, my God. (sighs) Sean Payton, if you didn't learn anything, man, shut the hell up next time. Don't complain about anybody. He certainly got what he deserved talking all that crap and just took one of the worst beatings that we've ever seen in the NFL. We'll talk about that, plus your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. God bless you, JR. I'm a huge follower, supporter, and listener of your show. Been admiring you for years. I follow you on Twitter. It's an honor to be able to talk to you, man. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You too can find me on Twitter at JR Sport Brief. Don't do that if you're like driving though. Don't don't tweet and drive or type anything in and and it's not even Twitter anymore. It's now X. I don't know what you call it. Hey Shep, is there a replacement word for tweet? Like what's the new what's the new uh what is it? We can what's just the call new it, verb? We can just call it uh doing an Elon Musk massive egoist. Could we do that? Instead of yeah, but what's what's the word? There's no word, right? I mean I posted we, a what? I I I I, I X'd? Just like you tweeted, right? I, I Doesn't sound X'd good. It. Yeah. I made a post on X. Yeah. Because oh may, maybe apparently X is more trendy than just saying I tweeted. Who knows what that guy's thinking? I don't know. Doesn't what make is he sense. Doing? What, what's up with him lately? Is there anything new? Uh, I think he's stealing wives. Stealing wives? Yeah. Yeah, I said it. 
stealing wives. I mean, this, was I mean, that his thing? He stole he stole somebody's wife. So uh, my my understanding is that someone was married to a very wealthy founder of Google. I believe I'm I'm drawing a blank on the name, but um, there was an alleged alleged um, not entanglement but affair that he had while she was married to him, or at least while they were getting separated or something to that effect. And uh, let's just say he doesn't exactly respect guy code. He doesn't respect oh, so Twitter code apparently either. So this is one billion. So one billionaire took another billionaire's wife. I, I mean, Elon's easy. He's going to be the first trillionaire. But yes, in essence, a billionaire impacted another billionaire's life. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I wonder what he's going to do next. I think there's a is there a book or something out on him? I think it's a book, right? Maybe like a, some kind of biotopic. You know, I think he's going to fight uh, Zuckerberg soon. I know that's been in the works wow. for a while now. I thought that crap is over with. Between, I thought Dana White was trying to get into, I don't know, what the hell. Another classy individual. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Him and his uh, slap boxing, fighting, I don't know what the hell this crap is. I take the attention off you slapping other people, Dana. Yeah, well, it, I guess it worked, right? He's still True. He's still running around. He got this new merger between uh, WWE and UFC. So yeah, maybe if I slap somebody else up, I'd end up as a billionaire. We'll see. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking again, smacked up. We talked about this earlier in the show. It's so nice, I got to mention it twice. The Dolphins smashing the Broncos 70-20. to It's like a pinball machine, a pinball score. It's like every time you look up at the score, the numbers just automatically just launch. Tua Tagovailoa, four touchdowns. 285 yards rushing and four touchdowns. No, not four. Five touchdowns between the rushing attack, Mostert and A-Chain. They scored a touchdown on eight of their first nine drives before Mike White went into the game. And and Russell Wilson was out for Denver the whole game. And it, it, it was just nuts. Xavier Howard even said it was disrespectful to have Russell Wilson out there playing. And I, I say this. Sean Payton... You deserve it, man. Talking all that crap about Nathaniel Hackett going backwards and, and making up excuses, crapping on somebody else. Oh, this is the worst coaching job ever. And then you go out there and, and get handed one of the worst losses in NFL history. And, of course, he didn't want to talk about it afterwards. He was asked by one of the reporters, how did it feel to deal with this embarrassing loss? And he was just he was pissed, as you would expect. Listen to this. Said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm aware. Third time the team has scored 70 points over 70. What's the question? What's the question? I just finished telling you. Next question. I'm at a loss for words because I've never been in. I've been on the other side of some games like that, and then every once in a while in this league, you get your butt whipped. But this was more than that. Uh huh. That ass kicking. You can say that. He can. He could have went down the list on what happened. And he deserves it. I'm sorry. That's what you get. And then Russell Wilson is no better for how he wanted to tiptoe and slow walk out of Seattle. Oh, I don't want to leave, but my agent is looking for me to leave. Oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I didn't want to leave. And, man, misery loves company. And they certainly deserve each other. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to uh, just more disasters here as the Denver Broncos move on with the rest of their season. If there is a bright side, and I don't know if it's a bright side for them or the Bears, somebody has to win a game because the Chicago Bears, who got their asses kicked 
by the Kansas City Chiefs, 41 to 10. The Bears and the Broncos are going to play. Somebody has to walk away with a victory. And that was bad in and of itself. It's just a bad day. Fields, Wilson, we talked about Zach Wilson. We'll get into that again. You got Joe Namath taking a huge crap on Zach Wilson. It's just, this is some good stuff. I mean, at least from a talking perspective. This is some, these are some great stories now. And so what we're going to do, how about this? We're going to take a break. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's, let's talk some, some positivity. Let's hear some positivity on the other side of the break. Let's hear from some dudes who, who are winners. We're going to hear from Joe Burrow because he just spoke and he talked about playing through his calf injury. Okay, so we'll hear from Joe Burrow. I'm going to get to your calls, and then we're going to get into the disaster that is, is Zach Wilson. We'll do that at the top of the hour. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, I love the show. I listen to it every ride home. Sometimes I get into the show so much that I slow down and it takes me longer to get home, and the wife wonders where I'm at. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Hey, man, don't, don't get in trouble listening to me. If your wife has to call you and where are you, where are you, I'm just sitting in the car listening to the radio. <sighs> That might sound justified by you and me. I don't know if every every partner, spouse, wife, husband, whatever the case is going to be, uh, I don't think everybody's going for that. Why are you late getting home? I, I, I was just listening to the sports guy on the radio. I, I don't know if that's going to work, but to each his own. Just get the, the Odyssey app, okay? A-U-D-A-C-Y. Just take the show with you anywhere. You don't have to just sit in your car. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I I did tell you before we went to the break that we're going to talk about the disaster QBs at the top of the hour, specifically Zach Wilson, who has now been crapped on by Joe Namath. Now, when you got an old man legend telling you how bad you suck, if Zach Wilson didn't have uh, any confidence heading into this season, heading into last night, heading into taking over for Aaron Rodgers, his confidence got to be shot now. And we'll, we'll hear from Broadway Joe at the top of the hour. Let's hear from someone who is actually a winner, someone who had success in college, uh, someone who has had success so far here in the NFL, is, is waiting to win something, a championship eventually. It's Joe Burrow. Tonight, yes, the Cincinnati Bengals, they hold on to beat the Los Angeles Rams. The final score is 19-16. to 16. Uh, Joe Burrow had the labor throughout the entire game on that leg. 26 of 49 passes, 259 yards, one interception. Uh, he threw 141 of those yards to Jamar Chase. And after the game, he made it clear, 
hey, he's cool to play as long as there are no setbacks. And he continued on. And he talked about how difficult it is to play and how he has to prepare himself with that bad wheel. Take a listen. It, uh, it still is. It still is. You know, we uh, feel good. We, we didn't have any, any setbacks today. Um, but still, still day to day, you know, it, I've learned through this process that it, it can, you can have one at any time. So um, it was good to, to get through this one. That means it'll be stronger for this week. Um, so hopefully I can have a full week of practice to, to prepare for next week. Okay. Maybe we were all hit with the okie doke. Maybe we were flim-flam. Maybe, maybe he was planning to play and all the talk about he needs to rest and sit. Maybe it's orchestrated. You never know. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ted is here from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. I'll tell you, JR, about those New York grounded Jets. Still grounded, by the way. They have a quarterback who should be called the thief because he is flat out stone cold stealing money. And then we get the Dallas Cowboys. They go to start season two and oh, we're just so great and so wonderful. Then they get slapped around by the Arizona Cardinals. And every time they get slapped, they say, thank you, sir. May I have another? And oh boy, I've argued your good pal of mine, Sean Payton, with that punchable face. And, hey, you think he, Nathaniel Hackett? He thinks Nathaniel Hackett was bad. Look, this man should be fired right now, just on general principles, after that monstrosity of a game yesterday. And lastly, Bears and Broncos this coming week. Let's call it the NFL pillow fight of the week. And by the way, it shouldn't even be televised for fear of scaring people. Okay, thank you, Ted, for coming through. Ted, Ted dropping through with the uh, the comedy segment tonight for the show. Thank you so much, Ted. Maybe the NFL will brand uh, the Broncos and the Bears as the pillow fight. That's quite possible. Maybe it would be branded that way uh, on the Internet. 855-212-4CBS. Everett is here from South Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Everett? JR, how you doing this evening, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. A couple of things I wanted to know if you had the opportunity to see. Uh, the, the Florida A&M Alabama State game, where the young man actually got into it with some fans on the on the sideline, uh, went tried to go into the stand. The security guard kind of stopped him, and he turned around and slapped her. Um, embarrassing, no. totally no, embarrassing. I, uh, no, I did I did not see that. No, I didn't. Yes, I had the opportunity to see the video of it, and it was uh, he's no longer on the football team. Needless to say which he should not only no longer be on the football team, he shouldn't be no longer involved at Alabama State University in any capacity because that's an embarrassment to himself, his family, and as well as the university. And uh, it's sad. We, we live in some strange times, and we're seeing crazy things uh, happening. But uh, that, that took the cake for me. Yeah, well, look, crazy things have, have been happening for a long, long time. The only difference is nowadays we have uh, cell phones and and computers and all types of technology that capture everything right have a great evening my friend and 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 god bless you thank you everett for calling from south carolina okay he called me to tell me ah i'm just gonna say i looked that up do do i want to i mean the description that he gave me was was enough if i want to see anybody get slapped around i'll actually i don't know i'll look at the broncos or i'll watch the rams tonight Speaking of the Rams, Matthew Stafford on the losing end of uh, tonight's game, 19-16 to at the hands of Cincinnati. Matthew Stafford just spoke. 
And Matthew Stafford has been slapped around. He needs an ice bath. He was sacked six times. Two turnovers. He was hit ten times. Mind you, with no Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford is the oldest active quarterback in the NFL, along with Kirk Cousins, a starter, I should say, at 35 years old. And knowing that they had a lot of chances tonight, Matthew Stafford said, we, as in the Rams, missed the mark. You know, the biggest thing for us tonight was missed opportunities early in the game in the red zone. Obviously, if we can come away with some sevens there, um, you know, it's, it's probably a little bit different game later on. Um, obviously, turnovers, uh, miscommunication on one of the protections. And then the other one, uh, I mean, I'm throwing it to where it needs to go. And, and you know, Mike Hilton read out of, the, uh, read out of his pressure because we had him picked up. And uh, sometimes those things happen, tips and, um, you know, go to the other team. Uh, just keep playing on those. But um, those are, you know, times where we lost points. So the Los Angeles Rams up next, they have the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we do know that, well, we don't know. Anthony Richardson, he was in concussion protocol. Uh, they were able to come away with a victory yesterday. Gardner Minshew leading the way. Let's see if, if the Rams can do it again, man. It's a, it's a young team. And so all of the, the missed opportunities and chances, they, they're to be expected. Ain't a damn thing, nothing that the Rams will be doing this upcoming season. We could just close the door on that one. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Rick is calling from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Rick? You going to tell me about the Colts? Yeah, it's a pleasure talking to you. I think I'm just about ready to get on the precipice of an ulcer oh, no. in that game. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm livid. What is it, I'm the, living. is it the me. field goals? I mean, what what is it, the, the, the play calling? Is it the referees? What do you want to tell me? No, I'm not going to blame the officials. It's a lot of number of things. There are people in this town, they're going far, far-fetched. Some of them want John Harbaugh fired. I, oh, no, that's oh, not it. God. It was communication breakdown. It was in the early stages. We had some fumbles. Lamar Jackson's fumbled four times in three games. I'm not going to lay it on Lamar totally. He can't carry the team. We had a fumble. Kenyon Drake came in. He did a yeoman's job last year for us. I, you know, I was heartbroken for him when he fumbled. But it was just mishaps. And, you know, it, it's a game. It's, it was a trap game, I guess. But, we, we, you know, we beat ourselves, man. The Ravens beat themselves, point blank. Hey, and uh, listen, that, that, that happens from time to time, and I would think this is a trap game. There's so many conversations about you know, what the weather was going to be. I, I wouldn't expect uh, the kicker from, uh, from the Colts gay to go out there and just knock down a million uh, deep field goals, and then you go into overtime, and then – yeah, okay, there was a, a call by the ref that, that should have been a pass interference that did not take place. Uh, look, the, the, everybody ain't going to win every game. I wouldn't be screaming now at this point of the season for a Harbaugh to get the boot. You know, anybody who's yelling that much, man, they need to need to just take a chill pill, man. I, I don't know if they still sell chill pills. Maybe they could smoke something, but they need to relax, man. I, I expect them to come out. I'm a fan. I'm not giving up on them. I still think here's something that's a lot of people don't mention. What? If I was Lamar Jackson, who I'm not, I would look back at film of 2019 because I was told one time 
always concentrate on what you're doing good is what you're opposed to what you're doing bad. You get me on that? Yeah, you want to send him back to MVP level. I get it. And yeah, now he yeah. has some weapons, and so oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's but let's yeah. see what they look like. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not worried about the Ravens. I, I'm not not yesterday's performance. I would be more concerned about them from an injury perspective. I'm not I'm not worried about them. Yeah, we'll, we'll but you know happens. what? I'm proud of the way the guys played it filled in. And yeah, the injury bug. I've seen. You know, it seems like the Ravens not so much more than anybody. But here lately, you know, a couple of years ago, remember we had the the injury thing. We had 23, 26 guys out, That's and right. we almost made the playoffs, and we it's had like, Huntley come in. Yeah, it's but like I'm all the, you, every cornerback, every running back just yeah. seemingly woke up and got hurt at the same time, yes. Yeah, but I expect, and I'll leave you with this, I really expect them to play a hell of a game Sunday. They've got to be mentally and physically ready to play, and I well. expect them to play a good game Sunday. It should be a good one. The next game for the Baltimore Ravens happens to be this Sunday in Cleveland against the Browns. And the Browns were able to to show a little bit of life, a whole lot of life. Deshaun Watson had a great game against Tennessee. They won 27-3. Rick, thank you for calling from Baltimore. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's the Chair Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. For CBS, look, I'm going to get to your calls. I'm going to give you a quick recap on the games that took place tonight as both the Cincinnati Bengals and the Philadelphia Eagles came out on top of their respective games. And then this was big news this afternoon as well. We know Justin Fields played like crap yesterday and the Chiefs destroyed the Bears. We know that the Patriots beat up on the Jets, even though it was a score of 15 to 10. What happened this afternoon, earlier today, or wherever the hell you live, Monday afternoon? Joe Namath took a giant dump on Zach Wilson. And somebody I hope is holding Zach Wilson's hand right now, or maybe he's just counting his money. Maybe he does not care. We're going to do all of that. We will hear from Joe Namath because he went nuclear on Zach Wilson. He went nuclear on the New York Jets. And this, this is this is the New York Jets legendary player. He ain't pulling no punches. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. And you know what? We got to highlight a, a young quarterback who's actually doing good. Don't move. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 